Welcome to the Effects Loop. I'm Diaz. I'm Scott. We're keeping you in the loop of the guitar community. This episode is brought to you by Electromotive Sound Co. Go to electromotivesound.com. Is that correct? Link in it's the show notes. There. Link in the show notes. Electromotivesound.com. Electromotive Sound. I was right. Okay. Go check them out. The Clone V3 is killer. Hopefully, Ben might bring back some of his other great ones. The Phaser's phenomenal. If you can find one, snag one up. Also, Shout out to our Patreon supporters who keep us going every month. You can be a supporter as well. Go to patreon.com slash the effects loop and you can be cool too. That's that's, it'll be great. All the cool kids are doing it. Peer pressure, peer pressure, peer pressure. By your friends. All right. Tell if, if you, if you join and then you get two friends to join and then they get two friends to join we can be uh, in a triangle of awesome money making. So, all right, guys. Scott, what's new? Well, apparently, I'm in a pyramid scheme. Uh, that didn't hit. Okay. Uh, what's new on my end? I got some more parts for the champ. Still working on it. I have a 6v6 on its way right now. I think the power tube was on its way out. So, uh, Was it, is there only one part. power tube in that one? Yeah, it's a single-ended amp. So there's just one 12A7, mm. there's a, uh, a 6V6, and then there's a um, rectifier tube. That's it. Hmm. Nice small amp. Very nice. Are you? Are, I mean, what do you? So what do you? What's your plans with this amp? Are you planning on flipping it, or are you just planning on honestly? Having a small I, little amp? It, it's been fun just to kind of play through it. I like it. I don't know. Just be like a. Do you have an amp in your room? Nope. Well, so I had the Boss oh, Katana, but I, I loaned that to somebody. So I don't, mm. I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but it's fun. Very nice. My profile it at it? some point. I might. Oh. I Are you going to profile it on your Kemper and the Quad Cortex? We'll see. Or is it capturing on the quad? What is it? What does it technically call it? Technically, it's called capturing. I really don't use right. my Kemper much anymore. Um, honestly, the Kemper moving to adding that USB C or USB interface side of it once it finally does, uh, could be a big deal. Could hmm. could could make me use the Kemper a little bit more again, just because uh, it would make reamping a lot quicker and easier. Which is the best okay. way to record guitars, right? Like you record your dry signal and then you reamp. Uh, the quad yeah. cortex uh, only runs at a certain frequency. Uh, I think it, I think it's forty-eight k. Okay. I think it's forty-eight k, which just kind of limits you with its USB. I, I wish it supported forty-four and um, a few others. So yeah, that's uh, that's what's going on in my world. I just listed a bunch of pedals for sale. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, I'm just trying to get rid of stuff. In the herd? Yeah, I hate that phrase. I don't know why I hate the phrase. I just do. Really? Thin the herd because everyone uses it. 
I just every time someone does use it, they're usually being a douche. So. Oh yeah, that's me. Yeah. Don't be like this. Uh, so that is that is senior douche. <laughs> Thank you. Senor. Um. Yeah. Uh, senor. Yeah. Uh. So what's up going on in your world, man? Uh. Nothing gear. But I bought some concert tickets this week. Hey. Uh, Live, Na- Live Nation was doing the $25 uh, concert tickets week. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was 25 bucks, like, fees and all. That's awesome. So, um, I mean, you had to buy tickets in pairs, which was fine. Because, at, I mean, for two tickets for $50, I'm just going to take one of my kids. Mm-hmm. Or take the girlfriend. So, um, I got two tickets to see John Fogarty out in Franklin, outside of Nashville um that's gonna be absolutely amazing i was raised on ccr so like being able to see him is gonna be phenomenal um and then uh i've got two tickets to matchbox 20 down in atlanta um i've already seen matchbox 20 before actually i saw him at the same place i'm going to the lakewood amphitheater um so i'm seeing them i'm taking the girlfriend down there it's a lot she's not big on concerts especially like because she i think she just imagines like pit and people being near you and like all that but I've been to that amphitheater and the lawn's really great. You can put out a, you know, a blanket and just kind of sit there and enjoy the show. Um, and Matchbox 20 puts on a phenomenal show. So I'm excited that. And then I got kind of peer pressured into, I bought two tickets to Breaking Benjamin and Bush next Tuesday. So I'm excited about that. I've seen, this will be the fourth time I've seen Breaking Benjamin. It'll be the first time seeing Bush. I'm really excited to see Bush because out of the two, I mean, you don't know how much longer Bush will be touring. So not saying Gavin Rossdale's that old, but you just never know whenever he's going to say, forget it. But. Yeah. I'm, I'm scrolling through all the available uh, $25 tickets. 25. And, and I'm just kind of not, like, not much left. Well, I'm, so I'm in the Chicago one and there's tons of concerts. Oh. I was just like, I'm just not interested in seeing Godsmack when stained together. Oh, see, I would be. Do they still have tickets? Uh, see, that's the problem too. Is they list the shows, but there's usually no tickets left. Mm. You got Nickelback. You got Matchbox Twenty. I'm telling you, Matchbox Twenty is phenomenal show. Disturbed. I mean, a lot of a lot of people don't realize how many hits that they've put out until like you're at a show and almost in every song is a song that like you know or you've heard plenty of times in the yeah. grocery store i mean that's on how your mom's radio that's how evanescence was for me when i they were opening for muse i was like wow there's actually a lot more songs that they've done oh that. especially yeah especially like after it's been so long since they've been top you know chart mm-hmm. toppers like that's the thing um I still I, the the best thing is my favorite song by Matchbox Twenty is Bright Lights, and during um, there's a concert where uh, the guitar player did the solo and stand and stood on top of the grand piano in the middle of the stage, and I was like I want to do that, and then I looked at the scale, I was like I need a bigger piano, and um, then uh, that's when I got on the diet. I was like I'm gonna stand on a piano. That's my goal. I wonder how how much weight a grand piano can hold. Anywho, let's get this yeah, show on the road. Matchback 20's concert week ones are sold out. Mm, yeah. Lawn tickets are 30 yep. bucks though. I mean, that's what uh, that's what ended up happening with Breaking Benjamin was I'm guessing someone bought the $25 tickets and was like, oh, never mind. And they, they were on there for 30 bucks. So I got those two tickets for after fees and taxes was like 76 bucks. Hmm. I think there, still isn't horrible. I, I don't know. There, I think there needs to be a little bit of a little bit of a, a reckoning with concert tickets like just 
the fees there's got to be there need, we need well, to get the fees something. but also just like the the sheer amount of just face value tickets are just so expensive now not even well the, the honestly my biggest complaint about it is with concert tickets now is the concerts that like i really want to go see they sell out within a minute mm -hmm. and it's all scalpers and i mean pretty much the people who want to enjoy the shows can go fuck themselves and that's the stuff that just kind of hurts and there's just there's just a sheer there's a lot of available tickets for any show too which is really interesting like whenever you go on because like they make money on the resale too and it's just like wow right so that's why they don't do anything about it is because they make the money selling them and then they make money where they get resold because like nine chewy found a toy nine like i mean when you go on these shows you see almost every ticket's a resale ticket yeah so i do think that i think there needs to be something against uh there like with the fees they they should have to advertise the ticket prices including the fees i really think they should there's a there's one that does that is it like stubhub or something mm -hmm. yeah okay. i mean or here's here's a fun one so fallout boys playing wrigley field um and they have a concert week promo it is one section available yep and there's three tickets left <laughs> i've i've seen fallout boy it was a decent show but i also saw them back in like 2006 2007 yeah, I, I just i'm i've outgrown them i actually started doing a list of all the artists i've seen in concert yeah it's a it's a pretty big it's a bigger list than i've actually thought about can i read it really quick i know we gotta do a quick episode but yep christina aguilar destiny's child maxbox 20 twice counting google philip phillips ingve malmstein victor wooten then jake mustard plug chicago earth wind and fire john mayer shell crow Plus 44, Breaking Benjamin, four times, seven dust twice, Alice in Chains, Crossfade, Hinder, Dropping Daylight, Three Days Grace, Blackstone Cherry, Stained, Foo Fighters, The Struts, Godsmack, uh, twice, Under Oath, uh, Dweezil Zappa, Zach Wilde, Eric Johnson, Blues Traveler, Jason Isbell, John Fogarty is going to be on the list, You the Giant, Fallout Boy, Rush, Nine Inch Nails, Godspeed You, Black Emperor, and Bush will be on the list. So, pretty decent list, I'd yeah. say. So, right. so you actually wrote that down i'm yeah all right well not i mean on my phone yeah i typed it out what do you think that's weird or something you said it like kind of funny ah uh, just like like i'm wondering uh, how, man don't worry about it how much time i have in my hand a lot i know i know um you know what i don't have in my hand though hmm Annie Timmons and Keely Electronics teamed up for the Super Atmont Drive, a drive pedal that responds just like a tube amp. So that came out. Hmm. Isn't I mean they've already got the super mod, right? Super fat mod. Well, and there's already already the at pedal too. Yeah. But that was JHS, but I feel like they're just like nothing. I'm not, I'm sure there's a difference. And I know a lot of people people like Keely, like they've got their different fuzzes, stuff like that. But we get it. I I only know Anthony Timmons from Gear Endorsements. I don't think I've ever listened yep. to any music he's ever made. Oh yeah. Same here. Anyway, um it's gonna be limited to a thousand units. So yay, limited They're probably edition already stuff. gone. Uh, I don't know about I'm curious. that. I don't know. Oh, Jonathan Horsley wrote this. 
and it's got a it's so it has a fat mode and it has an app mode so it's kind of yeah. i think it's just it's, it's a variant on the super fat mod <clears throat> so there you go yeah how much is it did you see uh i only have the um foreign pricing so you gotta go to keely's website i can't my i need a new mic stand what what's going on it won't it keeps falling it won't just stand in one spot have you tightened it i need to well how do you tighten it with a little the little screw things on the bottom because it's it's are, are are the springs fully extended yeah because there's different pegs that you can have that set to so there's more tension on the stand i have only one set of pegs on this okay. thing i think um anyway the super app mod is sold out it was 200 bucks yeah so there you go good old keely selling out anyhow catlin bread rethinks volume modulation with the tremolo eight Eight trims and one pedal and some reverb secret sauce too. I feel like we talked about something very similar to this recently. I'm not, I, I've never seen, I don't know. I feel I like mean, there was a tremolo and reverb pedal out and like relatively recently, but, hmm. but is that, I'm guessing the reverb is the space knob. Probably. Um, and, Adding a space dial that gives you a specially designed complimentary reverb yep. for seven of the eight modes. Oh, one mode they tell you to go F yourself on. Yeah, well, so one of them is a core, a sine wave and chorus together. So mm. that the the knob controls the chorus instead. Um, so do I have a list I don't like of the color all on a black pedal? I don't. It's the black with the design. And the white, I just don't dig it. But it's just me. It uh, it's not really that, you know. Maybe the font. I don't care for the font either. I guess. Yeah, at uh, two hundred twenty bucks, so not too expensive. I mean, that's right in line with a lot of their other kind of stuff. Um, there's a ring mod. There's a sine wave chorus mode. There's an envelope mode. There is. Where else I've seen here? There's some harmonic modes. There's probably a square sine wave. Medium changing the different reverb trails. So I mean, what's really nice about this is it kind of gives you that um, the amp sounds because usually you know tremolo and reverb were the built-in effects on Fender and a lot of other amps. So uh, there you go. Yeah. Nice and easy. Mm -hmm. So is that something you need to add to your board where you, you have sort of an always, well, I, they're not independent. So it's not like you have an always on reverb with the tremolo, right. but, um, could be something you're after. So go ahead and go check it out. I'm always weird with these like different programs and like you, like it's got eight tremolos on it. Yeah. But you're only going to use one. Maybe. I mean, I don't a lot of people bend over and change things on their pedal board all the time though. Yeah, I guess. Or sometimes it's the extra options that put you over the edge from like getting a, a, a one feature pedal to multi-feature, but rarely is a tremolo a one feature pedal. There'll be different wave shapes yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So oh, that's true. All right. Whatever, Scott, stop making me look dumb. 
I can do that all on my own. You are doing that all on your own. Yay! Congrats. Right. This is a one that a lot of people seem to be interested in. EHX goes metal with its new Hell Melter Distortion Pedal. HM2 cut, uh, clone with a boost. It's a big pedal. Yeah. I hate the knobs. I thought these were the knobs you did like because they had an indicator on them. No, no, it's not the indicator. It's the smooth sides. Okay, like, you got to stop flipping things on me because last time we had this bullshit, argument. I haven't flipped it. I haven't. You got to stop gaslighting me on this because last time we talked about this, I was like, hey, I, you know, has the smooth sides. And you're like, that's not what bothers me. It's the indicator on it. And we like had this whole thing. No, because we talked about getting the thing. Remember, we had the guy get in the group and talk about getting the thing to the neuralink tool. Yeah, rid- yeah. And then you flipped on yeah. me again, and now you flipped on me well, again. When, when? No. When did I flip on you? Are you talking like about three the, you episodes? Had a ago. conversation with bullshit. Find it. Find the clip. Send it to me, or give me a timestamp. If you're listening to this episode and you like hearing me be wrong, give me the timestamp. Next week, I'll come on the outside and say I'm dumb. Or it could have just been those knobs on that pedal. I didn't care for the indicator, but I've I never really pushed. The indicator. I I don't mind the little white indicator. I the think, problem is I this. think the episode actually was titled "I Don't Mind a Smooth Knob." Oh sh! I hate this show. I'm done. You're the one who's. You're the one who does it to himself. I'm just reflecting to you the things that you put out. Well, on this pedal, I don't like the smooth smooth knobs. I don't mind the indicators. I don't mind us like it's it's not it's it's a combination of all of it together like this a smooth knob doesn't completely bother me like the smaller ones it's whenever i don't know the big ones definitely i hate i don't know whatever i i don't like the knobs on this i don't like the big knobs the other ones are, are fine okay it was, it was february 21st is when we released it so and and i said i don't mind a smooth knob i don't mind a smooth knob that was the title okay. of the episode all right well i'm gonna go listen uh, do we have the thing where you can put like the audio in and it makes the script like it just takes all the words do we have something like that or is there something like that we could do there is something could... like that i don't recall where it is though okay i can just go on youtube and put on closed captioning and speed through it you actually might be able to use uh, Bing to index it. Anyway, anyway, do we want to talk a little bit more about this pedal and actually what it is? Um, HM2 sure. with a boost. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I said it was. Yeah, yeah. Anything more to it than that? It's got two two foot switches, two big knobs, four medium knobs, and two smaller knobs. All right. Two, two lights. There are three different sizes of knobs on this pedal. Wow. Three different sizes of knobs. And there's also a flip switch to go from normal to burn. Listen, if it's burning, see a doctor. Um, yeah. 176.66. <laughs> I like that. That is pretty funny. It's pretty affordable um, in the world of HM2. Yeah. I'm sure it sounds great. It, I mean, uh, you've got the level knob, then you got a dry level knob. So you've got, well, that's pretty much a, close to a blend, right? Would that be, or is that just? I would assume a level blend. knob is actually the volume level. Not, no, not there's a a, the, the small one underneath is the dry level. 
Oh. So it's not really blend, but um, there's a built-in gate. You've got mid-level, mid-frequency, lows, highs, distortion level. I mean, there's a lot going on here, and it seems like it's got a lot of control. And I, in the, you know, especially in the HM2 world where people are like, you have to find that like sweet spot. And I mean, here, this will be easy to find. Well, it'd be a little bit harder to find that sweet spot, but you got a lot of more control over it. HM2 is a four knobber, right? Uh... Yeah, HM2 is a four or not? Wait, wait, no, no. I don't know actually no. much about the HM2 more so than like I have a worm over here that is an HM2. An HM2 is a four knob. The MT2 was the one that had four knobs, but two of them had the. Uh, yeah, the secondary. MT2 had the concentric ones. Um, yeah. The worm has six knobs. I don't know if that matters at all, but it has a highs, high mids, low mids, lows, EQ. Listen, you're going to have to just uh, trade that in. This one's got fucking eight knobs. You know, that sounds like too many knobs. But I mean, once you add a boost to something. I mean, and that's another thing too. You got a boost. Can you, f oh, is there, a, what's the order of the boost? The uh, volume boost, which is internally adjustable. So you can adjust that. Wait, it has like, um, it's an internally adjustable. So it has like a trim pot inside. Yeah, it's an input gain and volume boost, which cool. is internally adjustable. So, that's so you're going to get a volume boost and you're going to get a little bit more distortion, right? Because you're going to do an input gain. Yeah, you just, well, I mean, you might get a volume boost, but with that much gain on the pedal, who knows? Yeah. It might just be like, might just drive it harder. Who knows? Um, in the interest of, Scott has a meeting in 13 minutes. Um, 23 minutes. I did math wrong. Uh, there's some rumors floating around that we might be see a return of what used to be America's best-selling acoustic brand. Yeah. Um, so there are some uh, job postings going around for Harmony, which, if you recall, is owned now by BandLab. Uh, yeah. Out, and so they're being built out of the Kalamazoo plant where uh, Heritage was um, mm -hmm. as well, instead of traditionally... Harmony was a Chicago-based company with all the other Sears um, companies. So Sears catalog companies. So you had like Harmony so at K, you had... Did you say that it was American Acoustics or just American Harmonies? Because it's just the Acoustics. Yeah, that I mean, Harmon new. Harmonies are already made through BandLab out of the Heritage right. plant. Um, right. And they currently don't have any Acoustics as part of their line. So that could be part of mm -hmm. what's coming, which... Again, yeah. more competition in the market is always a great thing. I know as well, um, you know, taking apart some of these guitars and putting them back together with more modern bracing and better building techniques has been kind of a popular thing. Um, was it Scott Baxendale does that? Um, I have no idea. So there is yeah. a desire for these types of things. So cool. We'll see what comes from there. Yeah, I'm excited. Oh, I've got a Boba Fett model I got to put together today. Yes, it's gonna be a good day, Tater. Cool. All right, uh, next on the <laughs> next on the list, Ed Sheeran selling Loudon signature guitars on Amazon. Yeah, so Loudon wow. has had an agreement. He's actually been a stakeholder in Loudon Acoustics, um, and so they haven't been available in the U.S. yet. So now they will be via hmm. Amazon. I wonder how much those run. Um, you know, we could actually probably I, look that up in... right now. Yeah, yeah. Who's who's gonna do that? Me or you? I'm searching Google right now. He's googling. 
There's actually one at Guitar Center available to use. Um, bunch of uh, how much is the used one? Uh, they're all sitting just south of a thousand bucks. Oh wow! Yeah, Chicago Music you know what, Music that, Exchange has one for listed. I'm not seeing any right now from Amazon. You know, the big thing that I really like is um, how much Ed Sheeran has made things affordable. I mean, his, I, his his guitar that he was doing for a while uh, with Martin was actually quite affordable as well. It's like what six hundred bucks, something like that. Yeah. So the, the, the X series, the W O one um with gig bag is available on amazon with prime shipping at 683 dollars right now yeah i mean they're mini guitars don't expect a lot um i mean would you say that they're kind of uh parlor size i would say they're even smaller because they're they're short scaled they're 24 inch scale hmm. um solid top five piece back and sides well the walnut mahogany neck ebony fretboard um so there's that one. I'm not. What else we got here? Um, there's the S2. There's the S1, and then the Tour Edition. So the Tour Edition's the most expensive one that hits about a thousand bucks, just over a thousand bucks. They all are available with Prime free delivery. And those are all Ed Sheeran signatures, right? Yep. It, well, it's Sheeran by Loudon. <laughs> Sheeran by Loudon. Well, so, I mean, so they've, and that, created and like the a, they've created like a brand for him under Loudon. Um, right. I mean, but I mean, that's just one of those things that I've always kind of, I've really liked about the artists that get up there and they realize that they have, especially they've got, you know, millions upon millions of fans and they come out with these items and they make them affordable and, and easily available. I, I don't know if that was intentional on Ed Sheeran's part, but I'm sure it might have something to do with it, you know? A lot of these artists forget when they were young and had no money or some of them weren't young and had no money but uh and like you wanted something and you were never able to get it and it's like when you become an artist at least push to try to make some things available to a lot of your fans not just some of them well especially someone with a platform like ed sheeran where he has mass pop appeal and probably there's a lot of people picking up and well also a lot of ed sheeran songs are pretty easy to learn so they're they're quickly accessible so like different eras had different artists that they just kind of learned all their stuff off of so there's tons of guys Mm -hmm. that learned dave matthews band songs like that was just how they learned guitar for a while they were just learning all of dave matthews band stuff or that's how i learned a lot of acoustic (laughs) yeah or i you know still like the first song i ever learned was probably green days when i come around you know like Mm -hmm. that was an early one for me very early one for me yeah um did you ever do did you just play it on the second fret or did you actually tune down and play it on the third starting chord uh i think i just played it in the key of g oh you were like playing along and it was in the wrong key the whole yeah. time nice. well you know uh, i don't think i was i never really played along with music for a long time mm-hmm. i would just kind of like play it play it uh, like on my own like i was reading yeah. a tab or whatever one of the first songs i ever learned was the jack by acdc mm-hmm. um that was up there when i come around one of the first like really great songs that i learned was uh tuesday's gone by leonard skinner i watched happy gilmore and i love that song so um yeah well while we're, while we're talking about signature guitars uh there is a new fender strat coming out from w- w- collaboration with steve lacy that has a built-in fuzz circuit mm. i i like the idea of a built-in fuzz circuit 
I really do. I wish my guitars had built-in fuzz circuits so I could just go boop and just go for it. Well, the half-horse fuzz has been put in guitars before. It has, but I feel like the design of the guitar was like incorporated with that. Yeah, it was. So that's the hard part. It's not like you can just. Get, I mean, you could just get, cut a chunk out of your guitar. Uh, go get like a nano fuzz from. Uh, oh, uh, a wall. A wall or uh, the Matthews one too, the keychain one. Yeah, but how would I make sure it has power? There's plenty of room in a Strat cavity to fit a nine volt battery. Yeah, but it would have to stay plugged in. Wouldn't it drain the battery? Uh, you use a TRS jack that lifts the ground when nothing's plugged in. That's the way all like active guitars work. So the battery doesn't just sit there and die. Um, they have oh. a TRS jack and that it's the same, it's the same way pedals, um, can keep a battery in them and they don't turn on until you plug them in. Oh yeah. I'd have to find a way to activate it. I could probably route just a switch easily. I could remove one of my knobs and just route a switch. You could, or, um, yeah, there's tons of ways you can put a fuzz in something. So I want to put a fuzz in my SG first though. That's the one I'd want to put a fuzz in. Mm, that one might be a little uh, harder. A little, little but harder. That's push, what she said. Cause the other part is push. You could put a push pull knob in. Yeah. That could activate it. So there's tons of different ways you could do it. And there's space. There still is space in an SG to put a fuzz circuit in. Mm-hmm. So you could do it. All right. We need, um, we need to stop talking about this before I actually start wanting to do it. Uh, yep. 1400 bucks. Yeah. So another, I, I, this Guess keeps going in Mexico. Yeah, that keeps going with the. I kind of like that they're making the the uh, the current runs of like signature guitars a little more accessible. Yeah. Um, by making them through the the Fender factory or the Fender Mexico factory. Yeah. <clears throat> um, uh, it also has a unique finish, sort of. That's called Chaos Burst. Um, yeah. I, it, it, it's it, it, it's still a sunburst but it's slightly different it look, does it look like it has like a little purple hue in it uh, or is that just i think that's just the sky in that first photo but well yeah i don't know well, i, I want to see some better photos of it fourteen hundred dollars with a fuzz built-in strat gotta love it yeah pretty cool um let's see oh this is the other section down here yeah, the other Bar section's got some interesting stuff. Behringer uh, says it's ready to come out with its Roland JP8000 inspired synth for only 69 bucks. Wow. Thing's tiny. It's a it's a it's a little finger piano kind of thing. Um but cool. Yeah. That looks like fun though. <laughs> it does. And it's super uh, cheap, so it's it's super impulse buy. Why so, does the guy holding? I didn't press play on the video. That that guy looks. Who's the British guy that's really tall? That usually looks. You know who I'm talking about? You're talking about Steve Merchant. Maybe the guy who co-wrote The Office. Oh, it does I all that Ricky so. Gervais stuff. Um. Yeah. What's you say his name was again? Steve Merchant. Yep, that's him. All right. That looks just like him. Um, and then uh, the last thing, uh, there's a new iOS uh, audio looper called the Molly Looper. Uh, it can be available okay. as a standalone app and an AUV3 plugin. Um, it's a micro looper that's always listening. So tons of stutter and freezing effects and things like that could be a fun little toy to spark some creativity. Um, it's available for $5. 
Hmm. So something to play with and mess around with. I still love just having the chaos pad on my phone. I'm amazed they still work because so many of those like early guitar or guitar or any iOS apps that I bought, you know, kind of stopped working over time. So. All right, I'm done. <laughs> Sorry. I got distracted. Um, yeah, that's that's it, guys. That's it. We it, it's, we're doing a short week. We're we're it's a time crunch. And uh, if you want some more of the show, join our patron. Even at a at a dollar, right? Our our lowest tier, they still get access to the episode earlier, don't they? They do. So. Um, if you want to join, even at our lowest tier, you can get the episode earlier. You can also get the pre-app, which is usually, I mean, pre-apps can go from what, 15 to 30 minutes? Yeah. Depending on how distracted you get. What we've kind of stopped doing is having a topic in the show. We were yeah. like, we used to have the, the structure where we did like a bunch of news and then we get into a topic and we always kind of run out of time or whatever. So it's just started doing news for the show. And then we kind of just let our like freeform talking time just move to the pre-app yeah usually it's like what have you been up to oh nothing like this so if you like if you are a fan of the just the chit chatting between scott and myself or you know whoever's hosting this week if scott or i take a week off uh join the patron even at a dollar you get the pre-app you get the episodes early um which is a it's a really fun thing it seems like honestly we get a lot of interaction in the chat room about stuff that's said in the pre-app we tend to be you spicier know, in the um, pre-app. That is true. Well, you get, I'd say compared from episode to pre-app, you probably get more spice or you get, you get the mm-hmm. more spicy than I do. Because I know I'm how to, a, I know I'm, how to modulate my emotions and uh, control what I'm saying in public. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I'm, I'm more on, the, you know, off the cuff, uh, ready, fire, aim. Uh-huh. So... But it works, right? Right, Scott? It works. Does Speaking this, of works, does, the does website feel like, works. Does this feel like working to you? Uh, <laughs> the effectsloop.com, guys. Facebook group, link in there. Instagram, merch, YouTube, email. Our Patreon link in there. And Electromotive Soundco, who we cannot thank enough for sponsoring this episode. Um, once again, the link is in the show notes. Electromat- Electromotive Soundco. Electromotivesound.com. Go check it out. I think I hit all the stuff, didn't I? He did. Oh, I also should mention uh, some music I helped record is slowly being released right now. So, oh want, yeah. If you, you want to check out Soul City Worship, we have two of our songs out as of recording already. I think another one comes out this Friday, and then the whole thing should come out the following week. So very nice. Soul City Worship. Well, the album's called Coming Home. If you like worship music, that might be something for you. Yeah. Um, I haven't come up with anything, so we're going to just end the episode. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Oh
dictionary Why is negativity always drawn out? Pictionary Visualize love Energize lies together, together We undefeated A plan to make well as no gloves needed When we weed into the mindset of achieving And believing in a community that remains happy Then the actor, the world should be one Hate annihilated, every heart is one Love again, so despair there we go gives me time to fill up that my water bottle it. yeah yeah i'm going to fill up my water bottle i've been trying to figure out i'm curious so i like lemon water okay mm-hmm. i've got a ga- and I, i've been buying gallons of water instead of bottles which has been buying jugs uh but you're still the buying lemon... them yeah okay what what oh just you're just still so, spending money on some i I don't really buy water. I have city water that sucks. I have a filter. Yeah, even with my filter, it still has a weird taste to me. Mm. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, a gallon of water is like a buck something. Yeah. Don't you love how a gallon of water is the same price as 20 ounces of water? And it's just because you will pay that. Yep. I mean, don't get well, me wrong. I, I, was I buy the... distilled water. I still go and buy distilled water for stuff like my CPAP well, machine. No. I run off. I run off distilled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I've got distilled water, but even like the drinking water. I mean, I can get forty-eight bottles for like seven bucks. But the biggest thing is, is the honestly, it's the fact that I'll have empty bottle, a half drink bottles of water everywhere mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I was like, well, I'm just gonna buy gallons. But I'm curious if I could just put my lemon in the water like the lemon juice how long it could like and mix it up if it if sitting it in there like that would just be fine if it'll just keep tasting the same you could buy one of those lemon you know how like the the plastic lemon concentrate things yeah that no, you no, the grocery I, store? Yeah, is that just, what you're thinking of doing or I've, are you actually like slicing I've up got, lemons no no I, I use lemon juice in my water i eat lemons but i slice up lemon juice or i put yeah. lemon juice in my water like the actual yeah. bottle okay if, yeah. if I put if, if I put enough in the gallon and let it sit there and drink it over like a day, it wouldn't taste any different, would it? No, it, if anything, the lemon should actually help preserve it. Huh. I'm going to do it. Because honestly, nine times out of ten, like if I'm at the apartment, I just walk to the fridge, pull out the jug of water, drink some, and then put it back. Mm-hmm. But I'm also a fan of really cold water, so. 
Oh, see, I don't really like warm cold water. Yeah, I can't do the I can't do room temperature water. It bugs me for some reason. I prefer it. I well, yeah. No, once I you get start it. once you start it's working just... out, you'll actually start you'll start wanting room temperature water, not cold water. Because like when you're yeah. really hot, well, I, when like your body's really hot, cold water is actually and you not that really good. cold water. Yeah, it's actually right, like right. it sends you into shock a little bit. Not like shock well, you, shock, but yeah. mm-hmm. no, it's a it's a big thing because you're going from one mm-hmm. extreme temperature to another. Mm-hmm. So, well, all right, dude, I'll let you go get to your meeting. I'm glad we were able to knock that out. So. <laughs>